Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. everybody and welcome to the chat it's the only podcast brave enough to ask the question hey what's up with cars i'm lucas southworth and i'm john bishop okay i didn't know if you're gonna have a joke because you paused felt like you were trying to think of a joke for your name but then you just went for your name the joke very quickly became he thinks i'm gonna make a joke okay he's gonna be worried about it i was so that's the funny part (laughs) well there you go yeah folks we're back after uh unexpected couple weeks off my microphone didn't want to record stuff and that's sort of what the whole podcast is so now i've heard a rumor that it uh, wasn't in fact your microphone's fault uh, technically it was the cable Mm. which is interesting because when i plugged it in the little light still came on but no noise went to the computer and i tried a different cable and no noise went to the computer and i tried a third cable and it works that time so I don't know, guys, but if you're listening to this, that's been resolved. <laughs> so now, cool. As an engineer, my sure. uh, my advice is, of course, it's probably some sort of physical problem. And uh, what you got to do is you got to take it out and you got you to blow on it. Mm. Right now? Uh, yep. <laughs> right now, since it's not working. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm th- quite frankly not going to do that. I'm so cautious around this thing right now. <laughs> that's fair but anyway yeah we're back with another new episode and this week it's about mattresses all right and are we sponsored by purple or honey honey doesn't do mattresses honey does sheets honey's the the chrome extension that saves you money when you check out from things dang there's a honeycomb style mattress is that purple it may be purple we're not sponsored by any of them though john and I gotta imagine it's probably not a good thing to claim we are. So I'm not going to do that as a joke. Is it Casper? <laughs> All right. Uh, we are sponsored this week by Casper, not the company, the Friendly Ghost. Okay, now that I can get behind. <laughs> He's been All haunting right. us. And he said if we said his name in a podcast, he would stop for a while. So I guess that's technically a sponsorship. No contract. Uh, cause he's a ghost and, oh, I've got, I've got the contract. It's not a paper contract. It's a blood contract. Oh, good. I'm glad I didn't have to do that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but anyway, very invasive. Uh, my birthday was a couple weeks ago. This was going to be right fresh off of my birthday, mm-hmm. by the way. Uh, it was going to be like the two, three days afterwards, but then, you know, the stuff we talked about happened, uh, but for it. As you all know, I've started collecting little cars die casts that I think are weird. And for my birthday, as part of my present, Liz, my girlfriend, got me a new little die cast named Leroy Traffic, which is a fun name. 
And if you you might remember him from the first movie, I didn't. Uh, he was in it for about fifteen seconds. Yeah, and we're basing the whole episode off him, but that's not a record because Steve Hersell was in the background and for two seconds, and we based an episode off him. But he was in the first one. He's the one where Mac is getting sleepy and having trouble driving. A minivan with a mattress strapped to the top of him and a flat tire passes him. <laughs> and Lightning's like, what the heck's going on, man? You're slowing down. You gotta go fast to get to the, the racetrack. Because that matters for some reason. Now, you got the dialogue slash monologue almost exactly right. Yeah. I believe the exact words were, a minivan? No, yeah. Which... <laughs> I would be more concerned about the flat-tired car passing you than the minivan passing you, Lightning, but <laughs> yep. whatever. That just kind of seems a little bit like a... It's a little prejudiced. It's a little something. I don't know that a minivan, <laughs> what being a minivan what is. <laughs> what he's upset about is the fact that it's a minivan that's passing him, and the minivan, I assume, like, he was born a minivan. Yeah, no, yeah, uh, he doesn't care about the guy who is like missing a shoe or has a twisted ankle who's still going faster. And that just seems very specifically prejudiced. No, yeah, definitely prejudiced. <laughs> it's it's definitely not a cool thing to say, I feel like. It's bad in some fashion. But that's not what we're going to discuss today. Because I'll admit, when I opened this up and I looked at it, I was like, oh, it's a little car with a mattress on top. I don't know why Liz got me this one. It's just a little car with a mattress on top. And I think she could sort of sense, like, I didn't get what was weird about it. Uh, And she's like, Lucas, why would they need a mattress? And it was one of those moments where it felt like, oh, man, how did we miss this when we, like, rewatched the first Cars movie for whatever episode that was? (laughs) It, It was just so obvious and goes towards my theory that Liz would be much better at this podcast than I am if she cared enough to do it. But she doesn't, so she isn't. Yeah, but so I'm considering this whole episode a question from Liz, sort of, because, yeah, I didn't even think about why the mattress was weird. She had to explain it to me, and now I'm going to talk about it, and John is too. All right, so... uh when we were going to do this, I didn't have as much context as I have now for transporting via vehicle a mattress. Sure. And since the two-week hiatus, uh, I've done it twice. Oh, wow. Yep. Once, I just got some straps and tried to force a mattress onto a, well, maybe a box spring instead of a mattress, a box spring or mattress onto the uh, roof of uh, Versa, a Nissan Versa. And sure. uh, it was rough because here's imagine. the thing. My straps were too short. So what I did was I tied two straps together. And then because of something very unfortunate when we were driving, uh, two of those straps kind of started separating a little bit. So I had to, uh, as unto Hercules, grab both of the chains and pull them so strongly that the mattress could not move. And I had to do that for about 20 minutes. Just like while while the car was in motion, mm-hmm. you were just like, I imagine you in the back seat, middle seat, 
chain coming in from each window. You're just holding it. Uh, I, I am imagining, and I'll admit right off the bat, it's giving you a lot of credit and making you look pretty cool. I'm imagining the scene from Captain America where he's holding onto the helicopter and the helicopter pad and trying to bring the helicopter back in. That is exactly what it looked like, except (laughs) (laughs) instead I was in the front of the car. Okay. I was was riding shotgun, and uh, instead of looking actually good or cool, uh, I positioned it in such a way that I was basically doing that weird, like, cat thing where you got, like, your paws out in front of you, Mm -hmm. because that was easier to maintain for 20 minutes. Understandable. So was there just, like, Lizzie was driving? Mm-hmm. Was there just like a chain in front of Lizzie while she was driving? Yeah, there was, in fact, the car strap in front of her. Okay, well, it sounds bad and not fun. I'm glad I didn't have to do that. See, normally it's a 15-minute drive, but it took yeah. five to ten minutes more because we were driving more slowly, which at the time I was thinking, please don't, please just drive quickly so I can uh, do the only thing I'm good at. Because uh, when I go to the gym, I only strength train. I don't ever endurance train. Ah. That's very bad for endurance activities. I mean, understandably so, yeah. The, the logic's there. So yeah, I did that. And then yesterday, I got a truck from my dad. And I go. put a new mattress in it. And see, what we did here is we put it in the truck. And then we closed the truck. And it was so well fitted to the truck bed that we didn't need to do anything else. Oh yeah, that's always the best, just throwing something in the bed of a truck. Mm -hmm. And like, it was a situation where it was sticking out a little bit, and it had just enough give that we could close the uh, gate of the truck, Mm -hmm. and it was great, it was perfect. It fit so well that I wasn't worried at all about any sort of wind disturbance at all. Yeah, and usually you can put stuff like that in the bed of a truck, even if it's not super snug, and be like, pretty sure it's fine. Mm Mm-hmm. A truck bed is kind of magical just due to aerodynamics. Okay, so you have all this context, John. What does this tell you about our our main character of the podcast today, Leroy Traffic, and his quest down what seems to be seem to be like, I don't know, the Arizona desert with a flat tire and a mattress flapping in the wind on a major highway? I can tell you for certain that that man is in a lot of pain. Yeah, and I think we can go ahead and, and get into uh, some evidence for that within the... Ah, shoot. Jack submitted a thing. Was it just the John pooping of the day? Was it pooping? John, was it pooping? I, I'm pretty sure it was pooping. <laughs> I've got to double check because no one can ever accuse us of not doing our due diligence, except you can and you should, because this is a slapdash little podcast we do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, also, wiki quote is John pooping, in parentheses, sorry. Uh, So this is the John pooping, sorry, of the day. If you want to make me say something like that, the name name the wiki quote is still a thing you can do, just not many people do it anymore. So you can do that if you want to send us an email or tweet at us. All right, uh, give me my poop. Sorry, Lucas. Oh, you know I'm ready to. Now we're going over to worldofcarsdriving.fandom.com slash wiki slash Leroy Traffic. And interestingly, Leroy has two bios from the same movie. And usually if if uh, characters have more than one bio, they're from more than one movie. But he's only in the first cars. Mm. And we'll get into that after a while. 
His first one reads, Have you ever had one of those days where you get a flat tire, take the wrong ramp onto the freeway, and there isn't another exit again for miles, and you desperately need to make a pit stop? Oh, and you're carrying around a mattress on your head. Well, this is Leroy, and I guess you could say he's having one of those days. Okay. That sounds (laughs) terrible. Yeah, don't it? (laughs) And I'll go ahead and uh, reveal why he has two bios uh, by saying, you were actually maybe mistaken earlier, John, when you said he's only in about 15 seconds of the film. I'd say he's in more like 20 seconds of the film because he makes another appearance in the credits of the film, which I did not know until I read this uh, wiki article. In the credits, he is shown pulling out of Luigi's Casa Della Tires, still with the mattress, but with just giant oversized, they call them snow tires, but they look like monster truck tires. Okay. So (laughs) is there a reason for that or is it just preference? Well, John, if we go to his second bio here, the structure is very similar to the first, but have you ever had one of those days where you get up early and it's a beautiful day, you head out for a drive to nowhere in particular, and you discover a great small town, you make a lot of new friends, and you get a cool new pair of snow tires for your big ski trip? Oh, and you're carting around a mattress on your head. (laughs) Well, this is Leroy, and I guess you could say he's having one of those days. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so they almost gave us an out and then they got rid of it. I was about yeah. to say, oh, clearly the mattress is for his ski trip so he can ski on it. No, they they made sure to be like, oh, and there's a mattress there too for no reason. Oh, and in case you were wondering if it's related to anything, it's not. He's just still got the mattress. Okay. That's yeah. great yeah. and terrible. Yeah, and if you're curious, I have the die cast of him with his flat tire, but there is a die cast with him with his snow tires instead. So okay. that's something. So, it's a lot. So we've noticed a lot of things that represent traits, like the weird fake hair that was just like a, a felt roof that was falling apart. and It looked like a toupee. Yeah. And we've noticed a thousand different mustaches for this, that, and the other reason. Do we think this is another toupee? I think it could be. I think that's a good thought, just seeing that he carries it with him everywhere. And, like, why would... Like, I'm looking at the die cast here. It's a normal-sized mattress-to-car comparison. Like... (laughs) So if you had to guess, it's not a car mattress. It's a human mattress on a car. Yeah, like, I I think there may be evidence he lays on it from a picture in the wiki, but I'm going to try to find more evidence of that before going down that road and say, how could he? It's smaller than him. Fair enough. (laughs) Yeah. So earlier I mentioned that he'd be in a lot of pain, and there are two good reasons for that. Yeah. One of which, this man is... Clearly at least jogging to get past Mac. Uh, So he's jogging without a shoe or with a messed up shoe or maybe a twisted ankle. I don't know what that comparison would be, but he's jogging with some sort of imbalance in his legs. And also having pulled a Captain America and tried to hold that mattress down, I can tell you that's a lot of force being 
pulled up against you, that man's scalp must feel like it's being ripped off. Yeah, it's like you can see it. I'm watching this little video to see. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. well, uh, but (laughs) I'm watching the video. Find evidence for that other thing. And you can see there's a lot of air resistance on this guy. Mm -hmm. It's flapping like crazy. It's flapping like crazy, as we always say. So it can't, I would imagine a lot of that, he's feeling it. The straps seem to go into his undercarriage. So I'm imagining he feels that a lot where they're strapped to his undercarriage. Mm. Okay. I am curious as to why it's to his undercarriage, but okay. I mean, that, that I, I, I am too, but that's where the straps go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's not like his scalp's being ripped off. It's like his butt is being ripped off by the scalp. Yeah. Yeah, it seems that way. Okay. That's interesting. Okay. Ain't it? It seems just like, I I don't know. It seems like a bad way to strap a thing to your car in the real world. <sighs> I just sent you a video. Go to about 16 seconds. And you will see that when he does pull into the pit stop, he does immediately somehow dislodge the mattress from his head and put it down in front of him as if to lay on it for the night. Oh, that thing just falls off. Yeah, I can't imagine how he's got it strapped in that the amount of air we are seeing pushing this thing when he's driving doesn't dislodge it but just coming to a gentle stop gets it right out of there. Well, do I have the explanation for you? See, if you rig okay. these straps in a way that they only support from one direction, that's a really simple trick to do. All you got to do is make sure that if there is air resistance, it's forcing it up and pulling on the straps. But if you stop, what it's going to do is it's going to go in the opposite direction. So it's going to go forward and it's going to go down. It's going forward and down and the straps are for the other direction it wouldn't work that smoothly but there's a way to do it (laughs) preferably if you have something static instead of straps like bars or whatnot that'd be easier but it could happen okay basically he was probably sprinting on account of he realized that it had gotten loose and was lucky that it was only loose in one direction okay so are are you putting forward that he does not it's possible that he does not intentionally let the mattress go when he reaches the the rest stop, and that it has simply fallen off. I think it's possible that he doesn't care at that point because he knows he's not going to lose it to the road. That's fair. Okay. But, and I know we're sort of jumping around all over to all points of this, but that's what we do every time we discuss anything. Mm-hmm. But I don't think... We gotta discuss the fact that it does also look like he's just got a mattress that he carries around with him to sleep on when he goes to truck stops. Maybe it's a hat. Okay, go on. Maybe it's a hat, and he just finished his long day's run, and he's tired, and he gets to something close to, like, a home, and what's the first thing you do? You take off your hat and put it on... Put it on a hook and you're done. Throw it right in the dirt. <laughs> you take off your hat and you throw it right onto the dirty asphalt of a truck stop. <laughs> yep, that's what you do. 
Because I do think that it is possible that the mattress just fell off and it was a gag to be like, this guy's having a really bad day. His mattress fell off. He's a car. How is he going to get it back up there? I feel like it's supposed to be a he's tired and he's just dropping his stuff. Because we don't, importantly, we don't see him get onto the mattress. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not in a, like, we continue to watch him and he doesn't do it in a it cuts away before we know what he does next mm-hmm. and like the context of the scene is mac is about to fall asleep you know and yeah so i think the implication is that he's about to, that car's about to go sleep on that mattress john i think he's tired of having this mattress pull on him so his goal sure. is to just throw it down and be done with it for a little bit Maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's like a backpack. He's a hiker. He's got his backpack. He's finally gotten to a, a campsite and he's setting his backpack down. Okay. And I'm I'm willing to, to agree that that's just as possible to him. I don't know, just carrying around a mattress to sleep on. Uh, that and him just accidentally dropping it when he mm-hmm. gets there. But we, I feel like we should go down the road of what if that that specific car sleeps on a mattress? What if that specific car sleeps on a mattress? Because why would mattresses exist? Why would mattresses exist? Well, we've got an explanation for it. Because the uh, manufacturer. Because this is just this car's lot in life to always have a mattress on it, except when it falls off. But he puts it back up there. He's delivering a mattress for the manufacturer. Okay, like who we think are human people. Mm -hmm. So they would need... Okay, I could see that, yeah. Not like he's just cursed to carry this burden, but instead he's like delivering... The reason he's speeding even though he's got the injury is because he has to get this to the manufacturer because, I mean, if you were serving a deity and he wanted a mattress, you'd want to rush to get that mattress to your deity. I'd get the mattress to the deity as quick as possible, yeah. I do, I was joking when I said it, but I do like the idea of him being cursed by having a mattress he has to carry around. Mm, it is his burden. <laughs> because, because importantly, we see him, and like, the the action of cars, like the, the plot of cars takes place over at least a week, if not a little more, and then the credits are just some time after that. Mm-hmm. But he still has the mattress when he gets his new snow tires. So, like, if he was trying to get it somewhere to, like, okay, I like, let's say he's moving. And because he's a car and he can't open his trunk, maybe he can, I don't know. He has to move things one at a time, <laughs> like a mattress. Or maybe... Maybe the manufacturer or the one person who is a part of the manufacturer that lives in Radiator Springs. Okay. Maybe he needs that mattress. And as soon as he gets to Radiator Springs, he's good for a while. Or, as you mentioned, maybe this is his great burden and he's an Atlas-like figure. Yeah, I I was thinking of like, you know how I always go Greek uh, Mm -hmm. in my mind. Uh especially since I started Hades. It's so gosh darned good, John. It's so good. Play the game, the video game Hades, if you can. It's very good. Uh, 
<laughs> if you like video games, you'll probably play this for at least 50 hours. Yeah. I like, think I played it for like 100. To, to stay on this topic for just another second, I'm not good at very combat-heavy video games usually, and I was a bit worried about how I would be with this one, just seeing some videos of it. I have never felt more natural combat in a video game. It feels so good. So good. And the story, don't even get me started. Seriously, don't. Uh, because we're talking about Leroy Traffic and his uh, Sisyphusian punishment. Every time he gets the mattress to a place, it falls off. That's sort of like the boulder, mm-hmm. I guess. It falls off and then rolls back down to the ground. Well, to be fair, I gotta imagine getting that mattress strapped to you as a as a car isn't easy. Especially if you don't have someone helping you. Yeah, so maybe the act of just getting the mattress from the ground to being attached to the top of his head is his... It's task of to, to the extent of pushing the boulder up the hill like Sisyphus in Hades. <laughs> oh, boy. So are you supposing that he is good friends with this mattress at this point? Yes. Yes. If we're uh, extending the Hades metaphor. Yes, he has personified uh, the mattress, much like Wilson the coconut from Castaway. <laughs> Or, of course, Boldy. Boldy from Hades, yes. Which, of course, means this mattress is named Maddie. Well, that's pretty good. All right, that's a, so. That's a name. He's friends with Maddie, and Maddie is a mattress. Does he give the mattress nectar? Because I gave Boldy a lot of nectar. Oh, you gotta give Boldy some nectar. Yeah, uh, I guess. <laughs> I guess he does. Or. The son of the car god of the dead gives him nectar, I guess. Okay. We're mixing our metaphors. <laughs> but I let me tell you, and I think you probably know, knowing me, I love the eternal <laughs> the eternal punishment angle. Mm-hmm. But I do want to pivot back to maybe this is a car sleeps on a mattress. <laughs> maybe this car sleeps on a mattress. Is it only this car? Because we've only seen this one mattress, to my knowledge, and we've seen other people go to sleep standing up like a horse. And I mean, in the same scene, like (laughs) that I I sent you, if it just keeps going, you see a hundred like trailers, like Mack cars, just sleeping, like you were saying, standing up. So it's not like even where he is. He is being weird and individual. I mean, when lightning goes and sleeps in like the the comfy cone or the cozy cone, I apologize. Uh, specific apologies to Sally. <laughs> he just sort of goes in as just a garage and he goes to sleep. Okay. So he goes into a traffic cone, which is funny because normally you're supposed to avoid those. And he goes to sleep as unto a horse. Yes. And there's no mention of a bed. And typically where he would have slept before that was in Mac. Yeah. Who is not a bed. We've seen him. I mean, 
that that's the gag of the scene that comes after this is lightning says no you got to stay awake don't worry i'll stay awake with you and then it like smash cuts to him at night fully asleep mm-hmm. so yeah yeah i'm i'm not saying that leroy traffic is the only car in the world who uses a mattress if he does in fact use it I'm just saying lots of cars don't that we've seen. We've got more examples of cars not doing that than cars doing yeah. that. Yes, In exactly. fact, we don't even have a single example of a car sleeping on a mattress. We just have an example of a mattress that is being set down at a rest stop. Yeah, I would say we have evidence of a possible implication of a car sleeping on a mattress. And we decided to do an episode on that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right. So it's episode 93, folks. <laughs> yeah. One interesting yeah, thing about this episode is it's incredibly hard to do significant research because if you look yeah. up anything that is like a sentence with car and bed, what you're going to get yeah. is a bunch of race pictures of either race car beds or beds that are specifically meant to be in cars. Yeah. Or I bet. If you even went like Pixar cars mattress, you would get like bed sheets for children. I'm getting that, but I'm, I think I'm getting more images of just like Lightning McQueen as a bed. Mm. <laughs> if I ever get a guest room and become very wealthy, <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. Now, I'm curious as to why you have to be very wealthy to get a Lightning McQueen bed. I mean, I don't, but I do to for like the gag, you know. Uh, you you have yeah. to be wealthy to justify doing this, because otherwise it'd be ridiculous. <laughs> I have to be wealthy to justify doing it for the bit. Mm-hmm. You'd have to have multiple guests' rooms, and one of them is just a, haha, this isn't actually the room because I'm not going to make you sleep on a Lightning McQueen bed. <laughs> I'm not going to make you sleep on a bed designed for a child. <laughs> this is the one i show you first then i show you the real guest room yes exactly you get it john uh (laughs) or even better you've got like a uh, i can't even remember what they're called the specific kind of bed that is inside of the wall and it's you've got the lightning queen there and as soon as like haha just kidding and you pull it out of the wall even better over top of lightning mcqueen mattress in wall name murphy bed nice yeah. DIY Murphy bed, any size bed. I should make one of those. I, I don't know. DIY Murphy bed sounds like an, a good way to have a bed fall on you. Mm-hmm. Very true. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I, I am fully, what I am saying, I am agreeing that it's altogether possible this car doesn't sleep on a, on a mattress. But if he does, but it could. what does he get from that? All right. So one thing that a lot of cars struggle from later in life is their suspensions going out. Okay. What is their suspension? It's a system designed to provide some sort of cushioning so that like you hit a pothole, your car doesn't just shatter. So you you got your springs and whatnot. And one thing you want to avoid is fatigue because any sort of metal typically would be able to fatigue. And uh, one way to avoid that I'm assuming is to have a mattress that will support you in a way that doesn't rely on you resting on the spring. Yeah, I could see that. Like I could see it being like 
If you sleep on the ground, your back hurts. <laughs> sleep on a mattress, your back probably still hurts if you're me. Uh, but <laughs> less. If you're either of the hosts of the Kachat, sleep on anything, you're going to be in pain. But better a mattress than the ground, usually. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So maybe it's a specific need type situation where only very few need a bed. And seeing the size of the mattress compared to the vehicle, I have to assume it's no better than like putting, I guess, a blanket out to lay on on the floor yeah so maybe that's it maybe it's just i want something other than to be resting purely on this asphalt yeah i think that's absolutely a possibility it's like if i sit down on the ground sometimes i don't want to sit on the dirt Mm -hmm. and the grass usually i'm fine with it but for the (laughs) the purpose of this example sometimes i'll put down a blanket i think you're absolutely right maybe he just wants to get off the asphalt, especially because, I don't know, according to his bio, let's see, uh, he took the wrong ramp onto the freeway, and there wasn't another exit for miles, so he didn't oh, no. even mean to be on the freeway. That seems strange. It does. It seems pretty hard to accidentally get on the freeway, especially when you've got a mattress and a flat tire. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would do everything in my power to not get on the freeway in those circumstances, but I don't, I don't know what the circumstances were. So I'm not going to sit here and judge Leroy traffic. Now I did complain about it earlier. uh, The amount of time it took because we were going slower while I was holding onto these straps, but the faster we went, the like exponential increase in difficulty. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah, it was, (laughs) Is real bad, and if I were going like seventy miles an hour, I might have broken. <laughs> yeah, especially again, seeing this mattress flap in the wind. Like, the point is, Mac is go. The point of the gag is Mac is going way too slow, and he gets passed by a minivan with a mattress on top of it with a flat tire. But seeing that mattress flap in the wind like that. I'm not going to like be able to do math to figure out exactly how fast this car was going, but I feel like it has to have been going pretty fast to get it doing that. I would say no matter how fast he's going, it's almost certainly too fast. Yeah, if your mattress is like curved. If your mattress is curved and tearing into you and you've got a a busted tire, you do not want to go that fast. Oh boy. Yeah, I do I do want to revisit <laughs> because we sort of just grazed past it, probably on my insistence. The the straps digging into him <laughs> and the bodily harm that combined with his already messed up tire foot, this guy <laughs> isn't doing well. See, if you imagine it's a hat. And yeah. you think of it as like a boating or fishing hat, and it's got that one little strap that goes around your chin. That makes more sense to me than if you were to wear that hat and have straps that go completely around your torso. Now imagine that flying in the wind, pulling at you. Would you rather have it like under your chin where there's like some rigid bone there, not as much fleshy bit to be compressed? 
or would you rather have it again around your entire torso for some reason? I mean, what it reminds me of is like the like a harness that they would mm-hmm. put you in for like bungee jumping or like other things like that, like a safety harness that would go around your crotch. Like a climbing uh, harness. Yes, climbing harness is probably the, the better comparison there. Uh, which, to be sure, if I'm in those situations, I don't want something attached to my chin that would, you know, catch if I were to fall. Uh, but I don't know that he is in these that kind of situation. I think it's more secure, much like a full harness would be, but I don't know that it needs to be that secure. See, you wear a full harness when you need to support your body weight. Yeah. Not when you're supporting a hat. A heavy hat, but, like, I imagine mattress to car is akin to, like, dense pillow for us. Like, maybe a memory foam pillow for us. Mm-hmm. I was trying to come up with a good comparison in this world, and I was thinking, well, it's not that heavy a hat. Like, it's not, oh, wait, it is. And then I was thinking about tires. I was like, it probably weighs as much as all of his tires. And if you had a hat that weighed as much as your shoes, that would get tiring real fast. Yeah, especially if you were running at very high speeds and experiencing wind resistance on it. A great deal of wind resistance that got this shoe weighted hat to be flapping and hitting you in the head again. Yeah. I just don't know, man. This is a weird little character. Mm -hmm. I'm very glad Liz got me a little version of him. Absolutely. (laughs) Because I don't know that we would have ever noticed him or like, I don't know, whenever we rewatched cars again, if we ever do that. We have been like, oh, car got a mattress. That's kind of weird. But we noticed 80 things, so we got to keep going. Yep. Again, it is. It is kind of weird. Okay, so he's a car. He's got a mattress. He straps the mattress to himself. The mattress can still come off in one direction. It's painful. We've talked about it could be some sort of curse. We've talked about it could be for <laughs> rest. Let's go further into the curse, I guess. Okay, sure. What did this car do to deserve this curse, this burden? Well, let me remind myself what Sisyphus did to to deserve his curse. I think he proved himself like he like tricked the gods. He thought he was like smarter than the gods. Uh, because if I remember right, the boulder is supposed to take up all of his time. So he can't think of other clever things. Mm. Yeah, he cheated death twice. Which is okay. interesting. Yeah, he like he chained either Thanatos or Hades in different versions to when he came to like collect him. Uh, he just sort of chained him with a chain that can chain gods, and they're like, ah, shoot, ah, the god of death is chained up. We can't give people, and nobody's dying. Yeah, I I think I listened to Myths and Legends, an episode specifically about that. Oh, and then he. When he was about to die, he told his wife to throw his naked body into the middle of a public square. And then when he got to Hades, he complained to Persephone uh, that his wife disrespected him, persuading her to allow him to return to life. Okay. Okay. 
He was yeah. disrespected in death, so he gets another shot at it. Uh, no, okay, his his spirit got to go back to like tell off his wife, and then he was like, "Ah, I'll just live up here as a spirit, you dummies." <laughs> and Hermes himself came and dragged him back down to Hades. Okay, yeah. Well, uh, if we're going for Atlas, he would just sided with the Titans. So, man, he Oops. would be so powerful. Yeah, See, Sisyphus either... is better because he's just a man who is eternal. Yeah. And while this is a a very hard task, I don't know that I would compare it to holding up the entire weight of the world like Atlas has to do. True. Yeah. Well, okay, here's another one. Uh, he could be like Prometheus in that... Do you know Prometheus's punishment? He was pecked by birds and his insides were eaten. Yeah, Prometheus, as punishment for giving fire to mankind, was chained to a rock and a hawk came and ate his liver every day. And because he was a titan, it regrew. Uh, the hawk would just come eat it again. And that sounds a little bit like what we were describing <laughs> with the straps being strapped to his undercarriage and just tugging on it. Okay, so this man is slowly having his insides tugged into oblivion and they re revive themselves i guess but again prometheus was one of the big boys so we're claiming this man is insanely powerful which is why he's able to run at such great speed even though he's got a flat tire and a punishment yeah i think sisyphus probably makes the most sense i just wanted to get prometheus in there as well but it's possible maybe this man is a titan he might be a titan. The, the gods before the gods. And now nah, I think this fits, fits the best. Just the idea of him having to transport something always. I like with Sisyphus. Mm -hmm. And wouldn't Sisyphus have an easier time if he was able to upgrade his feet into snow tires? True. If I've said it once, I've said it a hundred times. Oh boy. No, that's an angle. Do you want to talk about the fact that he's going on a ski trip? He's going on a ski trip because he's secretly uh, mythologically tied to a mountain where he's going to have okay. his insides eaten. But what's a mountain if not a very big hill to transport a boulder up? That's exactly what that is. Yeah, so I think I think he knows that when he gets to the top of a mountain... The mattress is just going to come sliding out, go all the way down the mountain. But he's been there before, so he knows that the easiest way to get down is to slip and slide on that compact snow ice. I'm talking skiing, baby. And he makes a game out of it. He does some cool 360, 360 heel flips. I only know skateboard terms, folks. I only played Tony Hawk. I didn't play any skiing games. Uh, <laughs> no Sean White didn't play Sean White snowboarding I think they also made a Sean White skateboarding game which I always thought was interesting he did skateboard but like he certainly wasn't known for it <laughs> I mean once you're good at real like once you're really good at one thing people don't really care about things you're okay at yeah that's a good way to put it but I do I, <laughs> I really like the idea of him going on a ski trip 
to get down the mountain fast enough to get his mattress quickly. He's gotten very efficient at his literal Sisyphean task. All right. He actually has grown to enjoy his his task. He he now uses his task as a reason to go on crazy adventures. Yeah, and he seems fine. Like, he's got a... I like the turned ankle metaphor the best for the for the flat tire, I'll say. So he's got a turned ankle, uh, and he's having a bad day, but then he has a good one in Radiator Springs. So it's mm-hmm. not all bad for this little guy. You, you heard it here, like, eighth, I guess. Maybe Sisyphus isn't having the worst time anymore. Yeah, he's friends with Zagreus. Zagreus comes and gives him nectar, and I think Ambrosia... I haven't gotten that far. Uh, I don't know what the Ambrosia does. I've gotten Ambrosia, but I don't know what it does yet. It's, uh, spoilers. It's the way to get them to really like you. Ooh. It's like the final nectars. Oh, cool. Anyway, John, I believe that we can fill 10 to 20 more minutes about this, this van. How do you feel about our chances? Uh, We do have other things we could talk about, but we could talk about this van for another 10 to 15 more minutes. I don't know. We've gotten this far. I would love to have it all vaguely related to this van and things we learn from him. Okay. Uh, Things we learn from him. Uh, This guy, he doesn't need all four tires to be in great condition to operate. Meaning that yeah. you don't need to wear your shoes to run. There you go, folks. <laughs> Maybe if you ignore don't. your twisted ankle, you'll be able to run real fast still. Yeah, he's doing a surprisingly good job at driving, I'll say, mm-hmm. you know. He's very capable for someone with a, a twisted ankle and also a harness that's been just yanking on them real hard. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I kind of want to talk about the idea of comfort for the cars, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because if he does use the mattress to sleep upon, it's because it's more comfortable than the ground. But like, how? I mean, you talked about it supporting their suspension, which I liked a lot. But I don't know. When I go and sleep in my mattress, I don't just go and say, okay, I will go from being upright as I have been all day to just also being standing straight upright in on top of a mattress so do you think it's possible that like they like get on their side okay so this is super weird but yeah throughout my life i've done something that i don't know if other people do in order to feel more comfortable after i've been standing for too long i think i legitimately as a child did not stand up enough and because of that, I've got like some underdeveloped muscles somewhere. And because of that, I really dislike standing. So early on in my life, I realized one thing I could do is I could get into a corner of something and then I could just hold myself up on the corner. Like I'd press my arms on either side and I would just support all of my weight in my arms rather than my legs. And just doing that for like uh, half a minute was really nice and alleviated a lot of like discomfort. So maybe it's something like that. It's just taking a little bit of the pressure off. So you're suggesting that they wedge themselves somewhere. <laughs> Anything that allows them to just take some weight off of their feet. 
Well, maybe that's why uh, the mattress isn't as big as a car. Maybe it's thicker than like a human mattress and they just sort of roll on top of it in a way that their feet hang off the ground, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I could see sounds that. Sounds pleasant to me. Yeah, Anything honestly, to not be standing. Sure, man. <laughs> but I could see that being, and that, that would support, I think, your thing about their suspension being supported by the mattress a lot. Or maybe, just maybe, this guy's a real germaphobe and he doesn't want to touch the ground while he sleeps. That's fair, but like... He drives on it? Yeah, he, he, he drives on it. And I didn't say it made sense. If he doesn't flop onto his side, if he, like every other car we've seen sleep, sleeps upright like a horse, I don't really see the difference, but it's possible. Yeah. What do you think cars dream about, John? Electric sheep. There you go. That's a reference to that one book by that guy. Do androids dream uh, of electric sheep? Asimov, that's who wrote it. Is that what Blade Runner's based on? Mm-hmm. I know trivia. Uh, <laughs> Blade Runner is a, a term from a completely different thing. Weird. Also, I want to get into, and we've gotten into this in the past a little bit, if he is transporting this to like go in a living space, I don't know. What would a living space look like? And again, like I said, we talked about this, even this episode with the cozy cone being a claustrophobic garage. Again, sort of like a stable for a horse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, and yeah, he also sleeps in the in a trailer like a horse. Hmm. Give me a second. <laughs> okay. Maybe the mattress is just like some hay. <laughs> Are you suggesting that he might eat the mattress? Eat and lie upon. Okay. So we've mentioned before that they would need a lot more metal in their diet. Yeah. So maybe yeah, that's how they get it. Maybe they eat mattresses. <laughs> yeah, we, you know, we spent so much time basing these cars off humans. I don't think we ever, ever stopped to base them off horses. <laughs> it's because we spent some time basing something else off horses. Yeah, trailers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. There's two pieces of evidence I just gave that are not good ones by a long shot. <laughs> they, they they participate in races like horses. There's three. Also mm. like humans, I guess, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's not a very good one. Yeah, go ahead. So go ahead. I'm spiraling. We've gone into, at this point, they're horses who eat hay that is mattress- all based on the fact that there is a person who's in like 15 to 25 seconds of this movie who happens yeah. to have a mattress and a flat tire. Yeah. Also, his eyes are different colors in the two different scenes he's in. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's just something I read on the wiki just now. It's probably an animation mistake, but they shouldn't have done it. No, nope, this... Didn't want to- this confirms something for us. We've talked about okay. nexuses, and one nexus that we know of is good old Lassie. And uh, he happens to have two different eye color sets. Sorry, Lassie. Walk Lassiter? me through this a little bit more. Lassiter from Psych? John? John Lassiter. Oh my god, yeah. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, I don't know why I was so fixated on 
Detective Lassiter from the underrated TV show Psych. <laughs> it's a good yeah. show. Uh, <laughs> it's a good show. Yeah, but you are right that uh, in the Nexus episode, we talk about that how John Lassatire, was that his name? Mm-hmm. Lassatire. Has two different colors of eyes when it's two different appearances. So this could be a Nexus of Sisyphus, I guess. It could be a Nexus of Sisyphus. It could just be Sisyphus. And he goes by a different name. And uh, everything about what we've said is just true. He is a Greek myth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that. That's uh, it. Yeah, reality can't keep up with him. It's like, and oh, it also says that uh, his license plate in the movie reads 874LTK. His diecast version with the snow tires. Uh, his license plate reads E5247. So it's unknown which is correct. So <laughs> reality just can't keep up with good old Leroy traffic. Absolutely not. Uh, so <laughs> do we think Leroy traffic changed his license plate because he doesn't want to be noticed? He changed his tires. He's, he's changing things about himself. What if all of this, maybe he's not even Sisyphus. Maybe he's just some sort of immortal being that needs to constantly add and subtract things from his appearance so people don't know who he is. You know who that sounds like to me, John? Merlin? Well, now that you mention it, yes. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say Mater. Ah. Who we've seen go through a massive appearance change uh, through flashbacks and is also, in our headcanon, a, an immortal being with immense power. Okay. Have so... we found another one of the ancients? <laughs> Maybe it is another ancient, or maybe it's just Mater. Okay, now this I can get into. You know I love it when the conclusion we come to is as Mater, I guess. Okay, so what does this character do? This character shows up to inspire reckless behavior in Mac and Lightning McQueen. And he also, as he's passing casts a spell that puts lightning to sleep very soon. So perhaps Mater was just bored one day and he decided, I'm going to mess with this guy and I'm going to send him to my town so we can hang out. Yeah, like you could argue that if Leroy Traffic didn't pass Mac, lightning wouldn't have noticed that Mac had stopped to rest and he would have never fallen out of Mac. Yeah, Maybe this was all just Mater in a new body messing with people. I mean, he even has the thing in Cars 2 that completely changes his appearance. Yeah, I do. Man, I hope this is a new theory of ours that not every character that isn't like Lightning is just Mater in another form, but like a lot of them are. A <laughs> lot of we characters. Whenever we don't see Mater who moved the story in a way that unites Mater and Lightning. I mean, he could be one of the one of the delinquent road hazards. I don't think we ever see them on screen together. I imagine he's just like their kingpin. He does he's not one of them, but he is secretly a part of it. Yeah, it Mater wouldn't let uh, <laughs> he wouldn't let uh, a criminal operation go down in his territory without taking a cut. Mhm. Uh, so he probably, they're on orders from him, like, listen, 
I've got this guy half the way there. You just need to try to murder this truck and fail. Uh, but I don't tell you that part. I just know that if you try, it'll make ma- lightning come to me. <laughs> oh, boy. It's the a amount lot. of manipulation behind the scenes. So much. Yes, Alira traffics Mater. And Mater can't remember what color he made his eyes or his license plate, so he gets it wrong. Or, potentially, Leroy Traffic is a real person. Uh, the the one with the snow tires is the real version, and the one uh, who passes them is Mater disguised as them. Mm. So this, I'm going to look up what colors s- Mater's eyes are. Oh boy. This snow trip fella, he comes to town, and he gets stuck there for like a week, and... Uh, Mater sees this as an opportunity. Ooh, I'm going to practice my trickery magics again. And then he disguises himself as that. And then he finds out that, oh, good old Lightning McQueen's coming around town. So I'm just going to lead him into it. There you go. Let's see. Mater's eyes, it would seem, are green. And, okay, they're green with the snow tires, blue with the normal tires. Hmm, that's not as fun. Disregard that. It could be worse, though. What if it, what if Mater has just taken over this body? Yeah, it could be the opposite. Mater is so upset with Leroy Traffic for putting Lightning in the dangerous position that he's fully assumed hive mind with him, and that's why his eyes changed colors. <laughs> he's just he's controlling him forever. Yeah, Mater, he didn't always have to carry the mattress. He just was temporarily doing it when we first saw him. But Mater's the one who gave him his Sisyphean punishment and also took over his mind, we're saying. Mm. Okay. There we go. We had some fun conclusions, but we didn't get fully unhinged until right there. That's good. Oh, Lucas. Yeah, go for it. So one thing we know is at least a scary thought that these cars have had is a dream sequence in which (laughs) you can take over someone by having your engine replace their engine. (laughs) Yeah. And we know that this can happen because of Sheriff taking in people who are doing some illegal things, i.e. speeding or reckless endangerment by not having your uh, carriage secured. Yeah. So maybe... This guy gets arrested for speeding while also recklessly having a flat tire and a mattress just flailing wildly. And as punishment, Mater gets to take over his body. I mean, exactly what happens in that storyboarded deleted dream sequence is lightning gets put into Bessie, Mater gets put into lightning. So I think, yeah, Leroy gets put into Bessie. Mater gets put into Leroy and for some reason is like, I'm going to go get new tires for this guy. Maybe they felt it was too cruel, so they decided to get him new tires after the fact. Or they were like, ah, I, I got my buddies, Luigi and Guido, uh, who have a business. I want to support my friends. I'm going to go spend this guy's money on some snow tires when we're in the middle of the desert. Don't worry. I'll just, as him, say that I'm going on a skiing trip. Yeah, he he has a much more happy-go-lucky attitude in his second bio, uh, which I just thought he was having a good day. But maybe, <laughs> you know who's real happy-go-lucky? It's Mater. Mater's <laughs> real happy-go-lucky. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. Well, 
why don't we always, whenever we're struggling with something, why don't we just say the word mater? Because <laughs> that, that's all we need. That's all that's we needed to, to get to the finish line. All right, how does mater relate to this? Makes <laughs> yeah. sense. Oh, wait, we forgot to factor in mater. Okay, was that an autobiography on Leroy Traffic, <laughs> would you say? I, or an I episode about know. mattresses? Uh, probably both, probably both. I'll label it autobiography Leroy Traffic. People will have fun being like, I don't know who that is. Good job they did an episode on it. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, that's for sure the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, thank you so much for listening to it. Uh, thanks to Jack for sending in a name for the wiki quote. Uh, if you want to be like Jack and send in a name for a wiki quote and make me say something that isn't about my friend and co-host pooping, I'd like that. <laughs> You can do so uh, at our email, which is thekachat at gmail.com, or on Twitter, uh, which is at thekachat. You can also just follow us there, or you can send us uh, ideas for episodes, ideas for specific miniseries episodes, whatever you want to do. You can do it. Uh, And also, I wanted to thank you for being patient with us over the last couple weeks. Again, my microphone just was bad. Or the cable. Sorry, the microphone's fine. I love you. Please don't shut off. We're so close. (laughs) Now John's going to say some stuff. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, and tell anyone and everyone you think might be the least bit interested in this kooky little podcast. And until next time, remember to float like a Cadillac. And sting like a beamer.